When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, the bank is open on Sundays. Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil, Sean Anthony Totri, and we are here for a Sunday edition of Meet Us on Mill because Bobby Hurley's Sun Devils took care of business at the bank, Arizona State, coming out on top over San Francisco, 72 to 61, Arizona State with the big 11 point victory, and the Sun Devils have now won. Three in a row. Thank you, everybody, for taking the time on this Sunday. We've got a jam-packed post-game show for you. Obviously, we're going to have closing time, our takeaways at the end. We're going to have bottle service. We're going to have heat index. We're going to have a Sunday edition of Hot or Not. We've got a look at the Bobby board, and we've got by the numbers as well. But just getting into that game, first and foremost, this one just feels like a little bit of a breath of fresh air, that giant exhale. It's like you've just ran your fourth lap around a high school track to finish out your mile or whatever you're doing and you're done. Your hands are on your hips and you're just, it's done, right? Arizona State looking a lot better in this 11-point victory than in reality they have offensively most of the season, right? Again, scoring 72 points, all of the starters in double figures. Now, the, the one little tidbit here that's not great is that Arizona State didn't have a single player on the bench score a point. But the Sun Devil starters certainly carrying the load for Bobby Hurley's squad. And then something that we've talked about all season long that has been the staple of this Arizona State team so far in this 2023-2024 season is that defense. And really, from opening tip, That defense was smothering. They looked probably better than they have all season long. Now, I know in the grand scheme of things, they didn't necessarily force the most turnovers that they have all year. But when you consider that they held this San Francisco team to just 16% from behind the arc, that is huge. Not to mention, they continue to create extra opportunities for an offense that at times does sputter. This afternoon, it was a an accumulation, I think, of probably the best the Sun Devils have looked against a quality opponent. Now, I know San Francisco, they're not world beaters. Okay, we're not talking about a giant win over a Pac-12 team or a win over a team like Duke or anything, but being able to get a double-digit victory this early in the season to get that three-game win streak says a lot about this team and where they're at. Right? How many weeks ago did we maybe question where this team was going to be at this point in the season, right? Or if the offense was ever going to be able to find a rhythm? Well, I think this afternoon, Arizona State proved that they have an offense. Okay. Now, again, there are still room, there is still room for improvement, just as there is every single team in the nation at this point. But 
You look at those starters, you look at those guards, and I think ASU fans can probably be pretty confident with where this group is. LTC in the chat. Frankie, Frankie, Frankie. Yeah, Frankie Collins having himself a hell of an afternoon. Uh, really stuffed the stat sheet. Again, this is a guy that's been doing it all season long in the ways that he's had to. That has been the most impressive thing about Frankie Collins to me this season is that you get those games, right? The the loss against BYU, the game against Vanderbilt, et cetera. Like, there are moments for Arizona State where they have called on Frankie Collins to be a ball distributor. There are moments where Frankie Collins has had to go out there and score. And then you get moments like this afternoon where Frankie Collins is called on to do everything in his power to get Arizona State to a victory, and that's exactly what he did, right? So we've talked about the offense. We, we've talked about the, off, the, the defense. And I think that the big thing for me here is the players have found their roles. Okay, Jacob in the chat, fairly solid game. Gives me hope for the season. Yeah, this is a game that gives you hope, and I think this is a game that gives players hope as well, right? Especially when you look at the way the San Francisco game went last season. Okay, the Dons absolutely took it to Arizona State last year. That is not the case here in 2023. Arizona State and Bobby Hurley, they've got themselves a completely new team, and I think they took it personally, right? Frankie Collins, Alonzo Gaffney, Jemiah Neal, these were guys that were on the Sun Devil roster last year when they got blown out by San Francisco after just sneaking into the AP Top 25. You take this game personally, right? It's a revenge game. It's at home. All season long, everybody's talked about how bad the offense has been. All three of those guys did exactly what they needed to. And that, to my point earlier about these players finding their roles, I think is the real, real success story so far as we sit, what, seven games through the season? Like that is certainly, if you're a Sun Devil fan, the most promising part about this double-digit victory is that Frankie Collins took care of Frankie Collins' business. Jemiah Neal took care of Jemiah Neal's business. Alonzo Gaffney, Bryant Celebungay, Jose Perez, right? They were all, I mean, they were the Avengers out there today. That They had to do everything possible because there wasn't anybody off the bench that was going to give this team any sort of scoring life, which again, is a problem that you probably have to fix moving forward. You certainly have to fix moving forward. But again, this afternoon, being able to get that double-digit victory while every single player had a hand in it in that starting five, I think is a huge, huge sign of this team moving in the right direction, not only offensively, but again, defensively, this team being able to do what it does on the defensive side of the ball and creating those extra opportunities, making it so difficult for an opposing team's best player to actually have a real consistent impact on the game that's where Arizona State is at this point in the season. And again, I think that there is still a whole lot of room to grow because we still don't know about Ace Wolf, right? We still don't know Adam Miller's waiver if that's going to get cleared by the NCAA. If it does, it's another part of this offense that I think is going to be huge. You look at Sean Phillips coming back from injury at a certain point in the season. Where does he sit in the rotation now, right? Zane Meeks, a guy who didn't play tonight, who I know Son of a Nation has really loved and I'm sure ASU fans and Zane Meeks would have loved to see him on the court this afternoon against his former team. But him still coming back from injury, not rushing that, like it says a whole hell of a lot that ASU was able to get this double-digit victory. Again, third win in a row while you're missing some key guys to this team that will play roles for Arizona State when we get to conference 
play. But I do want to get to by the numbers presented by Desert Financial Credit Union, Arizona's number one credit union named by Forbes. Of course, the only number that matters is that final score. Arizona State coming out on top over San Francisco, 72-61. to You look at the way these two teams shot from the field this afternoon. Arizona State, 46.6%. The Dons, just 36.5%. And this is a big one right here. The way these two teams shot from behind the arc. Arizona State. 33.3%. The Dons, 16.7%. They took 33s this afternoon. These two teams from the charity stripe. Arizona State continues to struggle just 13 of 21. The Dons, 10 of 14. And then both these teams turning it over a little too frequent for my liking. Arizona State, 13 times. The Dons, 14. But the big number that stands out to me, again, is that three-point percentage. When you have a team in San Francisco that is out there shooting 33 pointers and being able to hold them to just five throughout an entire game. I believe San Francisco hit two of those 30 in the second half. That says a whole hell of a lot again about this team's perimeter defense and the way that they believe in this identity, right? That's what this team is. You're going to see this team grow offensively all season long. I believe it, but don't get confused if this team has in a firework show on offense one afternoon or one evening. This is a defensive-minded team. This is Bobby Hurley's style of basketball, at least as the coach, right? We've talked about it. You force turnovers, create those extra opportunities. You run in transition, and when you're able to run in transition, get an offense that doesn't necessarily shoot the best, you're able to run away from teams. In Arizona State, right, I believe they led the entire game this afternoon, that's something that we really haven't seen from Arizona State all season long to be able to take control of a game. Yeah, Arizona State led the entire game. They obviously won by 11. Their largest lead was 17 at one point. This is an Arizona State team that is certainly growing and they are learning to play with one another. I think that this is just the start of where this Arizona State team can be. Now, there are a couple things that I think they need to do to probably keep it consistent. But before we get into all that, I want to tell you a little bit more about our friends over at Desert Financial Credit Union. Like I said, the bank is open on Sundays. And what bank are we talking about that is always making life easier for you guys? We're talking about Desert Financial Credit Union. They're the official retail banking partner of Arizona State University. And if you're an Arizona sports fan, there is no better place to do your banking than Desert Financial Credit Union. It's the only place you could show your team spirit Every time you make a purchase with exclusive debit cards branded with your favorite teams, bring the boom and get fired up with the Arizona State University Visa debit card. And now is the time to show your ASU team spirit, guys. Open a free checking account online and get $200 plus your choice of three Arizona State University Visa debit cards. Go to desertfinancial.com slash ASU to get started. Now, while we're talking about all the fun, all the vibes in Tempe, if you happen to be at that game at DFA, why don't you hit Illegal Pete's on Mill? Now, maybe you're listening at home and you're like, I'm not around Tempe. Well, check out their Tempe or their Tucson locations. They have a bunch of great 
options for you. Now, maybe you're talking quesadillas. Maybe you're talking a little burrito bowl, a bowl, tacos. They have it all over at Illegal Pete's, not to mention they have a full-blown bar. So grab yourself maybe a brew, maybe a margarita, whatever you're doing to celebrate Arizona State's win. Illegal, Illegal Pete's is the place to do it. They're your go-to spot this fall. Stop by for happy hour, 3 p.m. through 8 p.m., Every day at all 12 locations, Illegal Pete's the go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer for 28 years. Now, LTC kicked off this post-game show with just Frankie, Frankie, Frankie. And rightfully so. Frankie Collins was the man this afternoon. Absolutely. And that's why Frankie Collins is getting bottle service on this Sunday post-game show. Frankie Collins, take a bow. 21 Points on 7 of 11 from the field, not to mention he hit two of his three threes. He was five of six from the charity stripe, which is big for Frankie. He struggled from the free throw line this season. Also, eight boards, three assists, two blocks, three steals. Frankie Collins doing everything possible for Arizona State this afternoon. Not to mention, we already talked about Frankie Collins being one of the nation's leaders in terms of steals per game. Again, a big afternoon. Three steals, two blocks, something you don't really see from Frankie Collins. We know his ability to get vertical. Usually, we're used to that on the offensive side of the ball, but to be able to see him protect the rim a little bit this afternoon, I think is another showing of Frankie Collins improving on both sides of his game, the eight boards. He's one of the best rebounding guards in the conference. I don't think he gets enough love for his ability uh, to really crash the glass as a point guard. He distributed the way he needed to with three assists. And then again, 21 points for Frankie Collins. One hell of an afternoon. And the thing you like to see about Frankie Collins, kind of like we've talked about with all of Arizona State's roster, right, is you see the improvement. Game after game, Frankie Collins is finding ways to impact Arizona State in a positive way. Now, 21 points against San Francisco, right? We've talked about his ability to do what it takes to get Arizona State in the best position to win. Well, he had 12 points the game before, 12 points the game before that. He had 11 against BYU. He had 11 against uh, UMass Lowell. Like, Frankie Collins is finding ways to, again, rebound, steal, create those extra opportunities while also having an impact like on the final score, which is something that Frankie Collins didn't really do last season. It was tough for Frankie, in my personal opinion, watching him to decipher whether or not he was going to be able to be a scorer while also distributing the basketball. This season, he's found his groove. He's found a way to do both. And that's why in this afternoon's game and really all season long, Frankie Collins has been the most important player for Arizona State this season. But Frankie wasn't the only one that took care of business this afternoon. It's time for Heat Index. Guys, Jemiah Neal, Bryant Celebungay, and Alonzo Gaffney all had their fingerprints on this 11-point victory. I want to start Heat Index with Bryant Celebungay, a dude who has absolutely stepped up with Sean Phillips missing the last couple of games with that injury. Bryant Celebungay, 12 points Four rebounds tonight. He did end up fouling out. But when you look at a guy that is able to crash the glass the way that Bryant Salabunga is, he does it in such a unique way because of his size, right? He's not Sean Phillips. He's not Warren Washington. He's not Alonzo Gaffney. He's not a seven-footer. But Bryant Salabunga is a lot bigger in strength 
than those three guys that I just brought up. Bryant Celebungay is a tough dude to move. He's also got some post moves that I don't think myself and a lot of people maybe anticipated from him as he's found his way into the starting lineup. There have been moments that we've seen from Bryant Celebungay where he is open, right? He is open right under the basket, and it's because he's found his way there. He's not a seven-foot big who just stands down there. Bryant Celebungay is a big who is constantly moving which I think has helped Arizona State's offense. That's the thing that when you look at Arizona State's games when they've lost, you're watching one-on-one basketball. You're, you're watching guys dribble it literally from behind the arc and try and create a shot, literally iso ball. But Bryant Celebungay, as a 6'10", 6'8", big, he's constantly moving. He's constantly cutting. He's constantly setting screens, which I think has allowed Arizona State's offense to be a little bit more Potent. Now, Bryant Celebungay, not the only one on Heat Index. Let's go ahead and move over to Jemiah Neal. Jemiah Neal, another Sun Devil, continuing to grow in every facet of the game. He had himself a double-double this afternoon. 15 points, 11 boards. He led the team in rebounds. He also had four assists and a steal. Jemiah Neal, my goodness. This is a guy who, when he left the transfer portal to come back to Arizona State, he was asked to Carry the load. He was asked to be a more important player, a more important leader for Bobby Hurley's squad. And guess what? At the start of the year, he didn't really do that, to be honest with you. At the start of the season, the first couple games, Jemiah Neal didn't look like he was fully comfortable with that role. Didn't look like he was comfortable with being the star. Here we are, 11-point victory over San Francisco. And what Jemiah Neal do? A 15-point, 11-rebound, double-double, Like I said, with those four assists, he found a way to impact the game the same way Frankie Collins did while scoring, while also being efficient and finding ways to get his teammates involved. But they said it on the broadcast, the rebounding numbers are probably more impressive than the 15 points in general because Arizona State, outside of their inability to score at the start of the season, they were struggling to crash the glass. They were struggling to get those rebounds this afternoon. Jemiah Neal, he did it. 11 rebounds, and he, again, had his fingerprints all over Arizona State's 11-point victory. Now, moving on to the last player of the Heat Index, Alonzo Gaffney. Take a bow, young man, because all season long, all offseason long, all I heard was Alonzo Gaffney this, Alonzo Gaffney that. He shouldn't be playing. He shouldn't be starting. He shouldn't be shooting. He shouldn't be doing when. Well, guess what? Alonzo Gaffney... 12 points, 5 of 8. He was efficient, guys. He was efficient. 2 of 4 from 3. He shot 50% from behind the arc. He had 4 boards and a steal. Now, usually we're accustomed to seeing Alonzo Gaffney be the rim protector, right? Throw in a couple blocks here or there. But I don't know about you guys. It's been fun. It's been fun watching Alonzo Gaffney grow into his role as an Arizona State basketball player. Because let's be real, not a lot of people expected a whole hell of a lot from Alonzo Gaffney offensively this season. 12 points tonight. How many games are we removed from that, what, 17 or 19-point outing? Like, Alonzo Gaffney is finding his offensive stroke, and that is huge for an Arizona State team that is constantly looking for offense. Okay, Alonzo Gaffney, I've said it in post-game shows before, for, for all the haters that have come after Alonzo Gaffney, the apologies need to be just as loud as the disrespect. Because look, Alonzo Gaffney, yeah, 
prior to the season, first couple games of the season, he wasn't playing well. But now you can't even argue that Alonzo Gaffney is playing like one of the best players on the team. You can't. Now, I'm not saying Alonzo Gaffney is one of the best bigs in the conference. I'm not anywhere near saying that. But Alonzo Gaffney has made himself an invaluable part of this Arizona State basketball team, and I don't think that anybody can realistically sit here and deny the impact that Alonzo Gaffney is having on Bobby Hurley's squad. You simply can't do it, and I won't hear it. I won't tolerate it, right? This afternoon, Alonzo Gaffney, Bryant Celebunge, Jemiah Neal, and Frankie Collins, of course, really, really shouldered the load for Arizona State. Now, I know Heat Index, three players, bottle service, one player, and I told you at the start of the show that Arizona State starters were the only ones that scored. So we're doing kind of like a heat index, like extra edition. We'll show some love for Jose Perez, who had 12 points, four, six from the charity stripe, four boards, two assists, a steal. Again, Jose Perez has really kept this Arizona State team moving offensively in that direction. He's the guy that when you need points, he finds ways to draw contact, get to the line and sink those free throws. He's kept Arizona State in games at this point. Jose Perez, again, a dude that I don't think Arizona State fans truly realized the impact that he was going to have when he initially got here, but certainly has been an integral part of Bobby Hurley's squad so far this season. We're going to keep it moving on this Meet Us On Mill postgame show. Do us a favor. Hit that like button. Thank everybody again for watching live or listening on audio. We're going to get to the Bobby board here in just a little bit. But before we do that, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about our friends over at Arizona Lottery. Guys, holiday scratchers from Arizona Lottery make last-minute shopping easy, and they make a perfect gift. I don't know about you, but it feels like every single holiday season, there is somebody on my Christmas shopping list that I just don't know what to get. Right, They either have everything or they are impossible to buy for. Well, Arizona Lotteries, Holiday Scratchers, they are the right gift for somebody who has everything. Okay, there are scratchers for everybody on your list. And they start at just a dollar with top prizes up to half a million bucks. Okay, go out and buy your Holiday Scratchers today. Also, another beautiful, beautiful part of it still being the weekend, guys, is OGs. You could take an OGs right now. And by the time dinner rolls around, you are going to be good. Picture this, right? It's you on the couch. Your favorite team is playing. They're winning, of course, in a bag of OG's gummies in your hand. That is a winning combo if I have ever seen one. That's as good as, I don't know, Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, Bobby Hurley, Frankie Collins. Like, it's the same thing, right? Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, Frankie Collins, Bobby Hurley. They're one and the same. Same thing with OG's. And you guys, with a variety of bold flavors, OG's gummies are a slam dunk for your taste buds. Plus, you can customize your experience based on desired effect and strength, guys. From OG's classics like the fruits and the creams to their mouth-watering Peg's Raspberry Orange, there's something for everybody in the OG's lineup. To learn more about OG's gummies and where you can find them, head on over to ogsbrands.com. All right, Danielle, let's go ahead and take a look at the Bobby board because the Sun Devil starters punched another Bobby face on this Bobby board. You started it off while you were making this saying, we don't have the most flattering photo of Bobby Hurley, but it doesn't matter. 
because you add another Bobby face, and that's what we're talking about. The Sun Devils, a little bit of a look ahead. They've got SMU on Wednesday evening, San Diego, TCU, Northwestern, and then you got the start of conference play against Stanford. Now, realistically, looking at those next four, I would say Arizona State has a real shot at going probably 3-1 and one in that stretch. Now, for everybody in the chat, would you consider let's say let's say Arizona State does indeed go 3 and 1. Okay, 3 and 1 heading into conference play would put them at 8 and 3 on the season. Now, would you be comfortable going into conference play at 8 and 3? That's the question that you have to ask yourself if you are an Arizona State fan. Um, is 8 wins and 3 losses a good enough start to the season? As you enter Pac-12 play that has some juggernauts. You're looking at the Arizona Wildcats, right? Arizona, realistically, is going to be the number one team in the nation with, I believe, Purdue falling uh, a couple nights ago. So, and Arizona, I believe, got a 30-plus point victory over Colgate the other evening. So you're looking at the Arizona Wildcats being the number one team in the nation. And Arizona State, obviously, will have to play that team twice. You're looking at a, a really solid USC team that's going to be getting Bronny James back here in the near future. Uh, not to mention UCLA is always a problem. And then you've got the likes of Colorado, et cetera. So Arizona State certainly with a lot of room to grow, but everybody can sit back, hit that like button, and enjoy the fact that Arizona State got themselves an 11-point victory. On an NFL Sunday. That is huge. And there's, of course, Tina in the chat, as always. I'm not going to read it, Tina. I'm not going to read it, but I respect the fact that you are here. Jacob in the chat, his baseline jumper is cash. I imagine you are talking about Frankie or Alonzo Gaffney. Not sure which one. And then, Tina, your excitement amuses me. Wow. I, I know it's sarcastic and backhanded, but I'm going to take it. Okay? I'm somebody that takes backhanded compliments like they're normal compliments. Okay, and I think that's a superpower in and of itself. Okay, also because we didn't have a show on Friday, I think we should celebrate an Arizona State victory with a little bit of a special edition of Hot or Not. What do you think, Danielle? Man, I've been looking forward to this for so long. Let's go ahead. I haven't done a Hot or Not in, in weeks. We haven't done a Hot or Not in a minute. So let's go ahead and do Hot or Not presented by Arizona Lottery. Guys, don't forget to get out and buy your holiday scratchers. The Bobby Board was also presented by Arizona Lottery. Like I said, don't forget to get out and buy your holiday scratchers. Danielle, without further ado, what is the first topic? On All Hot right. Hot. First topic. We watched you, a lot of football. Today. I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe it. Is a six to nothing final. A six to nothing final score, hot or not, or in this case, not of your nights. That's just messed up. That's just messed up. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pull back the curtain here. I'm a Los Angeles Chargers fan through and through, and um, they've been pretty bad this season, man. So going into Foxborough, taking on a bad New England Patriots team, and you walk out of there with only a six point win. Are you kidding? I'll take it. I'll take it. They were favored, by the way, by five and a half points. So the Chargers covered. The Chargers covered. What more do you need? Scoring that, sounds hot. Points. that sounds hot to me. You know why I'm going to say it's hot? Because my motto, as somebody who covers Arizona State consistently, is what, Danielle? A win is a win. A win is a win. So you win six to nothing? I don't care. A win is a win. You win by 11? I don't care. A win's a win. You win by 20? A win is a 
win. And the Los Angeles Chargers got that six to nothing win. So I will sit here. I will smile and I will call it hot. And since it's the holidays, I will call it nice. Absolutely. What do we got for topic number two? I would say it's absolutely hot. Absolutely. As a, as a, as a Cardinals fan, I would kill for, for a six to nothing win here and there. Anyways, next up. <laughs> Weather delay, speaking of Cardinals. Ooh, ooh, uh, ooh, last, ooh. Last I checked, this was football. This one made me gag, by the way. The this, weather delays? What, this that is made football. me gag. Play through, the, play through the storm, right? So hot or not, weather delays. Okay, you know why I'm going to say weather delays are not hot? You know why, Daniel? Because if you remember the way the Arizona State football season started <laughs> against Southern Utah, things were looking dandy. And then the monsoon, the great monsoon of 2023, the great Haboob, wiped away all the good vibes, and the season wasn't the same since then. Weather delays, not hot. Now, I understand safety concerns. I absolutely get that. But as a fan, and then as somebody, as a member of the media, like, weather delays are one of the worst things that can happen in sports. It throws Everything that you thought you were going to have out the window. Don't even try and schedule anything. Like, the Arizona State, that that first half, that halftime, I think there was like a two-hour-plus, two-plus-hour weather delay before they were able to get started against Southern Utah again. That was ridiculous. The Cardinals had a morning kickoff, and we're still playing through the afternoon games because of the weather. That's ridiculous. Not hot. Weather delays, not hot, not nice, none of it. Just a bunch of coal, to be honest with you. It's football. Play through it. There you go. Like I Rub get dirt it. on it. I get it in baseball. Yeah. Anyways, next up. Oh, my gosh. Real trees. Okay, I need Are to... you a real tree or a fake tree kind Oh, are we of talking Christmas trees? Christmas tree, Okay, yeah. we're talking Christmas trees. Real tree or fake tree? Oh, my goodness. Okay. This is tough for me because this hits home. When, when I was a kid, my parents had and i'm not even joking like a 20 foot christmas tree um that they put up every year and it was the biggest just ridiculousness that i've ever seen in my entire life nobody needs a 20 foot tree in the house like it's just come on what are we doing real or fake i don't know i'm gonna let you answer first so i can i can sit on my answer a little bit i like fake trees okay why because there's no urgency to take them down Okay, that's so totally if put, fair. If you put up a real tree, then you have to take it down. Otherwise, it's a fire hazard. <laughs> if if I want to leave it up until February, just because I don't feel like taking it down, then I can leave it up until February. I can be lazy. It's it's really a matter of convenience to me. So real trees, not. Okay, real trees, not. I am going to go. Ugh. Give me real trees hot. Give me real trees Hot because of the the idea that you can have like a moment with like a family, like going to cut down the tree and stick it in the truck and bring it home or tie it on the roof and then set it up, decorate it. Yes, it's a mess, but I'm here for those holiday memories. Not to not to say I've ever cut down a Christmas tree with my family because I never have done that, but it is hot and or nice simply because it allows that family opportunity to go out there and do it. You know, I'm a big family guy. Come on, man. Like, we're, we're taking real trees all the way. It's hot, but I'm with you. you got to take it down at a certain point. Otherwise, it is a fire hazard. Shouldn't have your tree in a home uh, all year long. Uh, Mom, I'm looking at you. You have, what, three, four Christmas trees up all year long? Uh, so let's go ahead and, and make sure, you know, we're doing the fire department some justice. Bye. 
taking those trees down at a, an appropriate time. Okay, but that is going to do it for hot or not. We're going to get to closing time here in a little bit with the takeaways, the lasting takeaways of Arizona State's big 11 point victory over the San Francisco Dons. But first, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at BetMGM. Hopefully you guys bet on this game and you made a little bit of money. I bet on the NFL today and I am raking in these dubs from the BetMGM Sportsbook app, guys. They've got a great deal for you. All you got to do Download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up and deposit at least $10 into your BetMGM Sportsbook account. Place your first wager and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if the bet loses. And if the bet does lose, your bonus bets will be available once your initial wager is settled. Chargers, dub. Texans, dub. Eagles fighting for it right now. That's a green day to me, baby. You also can have a green day and a good day on the BetMGM Sportsbook app. Again, sign up for BetMGM. Use that bonus code PHNX. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app of at least $10. If that bet loses, your bonus bets will be available once your initial wager is set. I'll go ahead and check out the show notes for full details. And Allison and Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Or on... Ontario. Danielle, you know what time it is? I'm still kind of thrown off by you saying Green Day. You can't say Green Day in front of the, the biggest emo in the I'm office. Sorry, I'm so and sorry. And expect me not to sing over here. I'm really struggling, but I it know. is closing time. Oh, My favorite God. time and yours. Let's go ahead and get into closing time. You guys can watch the rest of your NFL Sunday and enjoy the fact that, again, Arizona State with a big 11-point victory. Let's go ahead and check out those takeaways, starting with know who you are. Arizona State starters figuring out their roles just a handful of games in the season. Frankie Collins, Jemiah Neal, Alonzo Gaffney, and company doing it in Arizona State's big win. They know who they are, and they know their roles. Also, the second takeaway, revenge. Let's Get it. The Sun Devils with revenge over the Dons, taking it to San Francisco after, of course, an embarrassing loss last season to San Francisco. And then the big one for me, get back to neutral. The Sun Devils, yes, they have won three in a row, but what the good teams do, what the great teams do after a win, after a loss, they get back to neutral and they get ready for what's next. And for Arizona State, what's next is SMU on Wednesday. Guys, that is going to do it for this PHNX Sun Devils post-game show. If you enjoyed the content, give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Toach. You can follow DJ Danielle at Abraca Danielle, and we will see you guys Monday at 1230. Be there or be square, guys. Go Devils. Peace.